I'm Danette May, and today on Manifestable. I just think there's so much beautifulness in the chaos, which sounds so cheesy, but if you can actually find the tiny moments, that's so much bigger than the big moments that we all strive for. Like, it really right. is about the in-betweens. Welcome to Manifestable, where you'll receive profound breakthroughs, courage to break old patterns, and live into your soul's purpose. Each week, I will bring you epic guests, live coaching, and manifestation tools to remind you of your power. You have the ability to achieve extraordinary things, and the time to start is now. Before I introduce today's guest, I want to thank you for all for listening to the Manifestable podcast. Your support means so much to me. If you're loving what you're hearing, please give the podcast a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. It means the world to me. Reading your reviews makes my day, so keep them coming. I actually think what you should do is just go to the Manifestable podcast, go to the upper right-hand corner and just click the follow button right now. That way you are up to date on the podcast. You know what's coming out. You're not missing an episode when you're just driving from A to B, you're out on a walk, whatever. So go ahead and go up there right now and follow and that will just keep you up to date. So today our guest is Kat and Nat, which is actually, I just got to talk to Kat, Catherine. They are two moms debunking the myths, challenging the scripts, and giving women the freedom to say what's on their minds. They are hosts of the highly ranked Cat and Nat Unfiltered podcast, public speakers, TV personalities, social media leaders, and best-selling authors. Cat and Nat are all-around hilarious moms who take their humor on tour to help inspire other women to find their true selves. After identifying their own need to get expert advice on navigating the tricky tween and teen years, they co-founded The Common Parent, a private parenting community. Cat and Nat are honest, unfiltered, and Peter pants funny. <laughs> I already loved her. Having her on, we had Cat on, and she really talks a lot about what she's navigating as a mother and what are her biggest challenges and how she actually talks to the universe. It's really, really enlightening. She's also really funny. She makes you feel right at home. So I want to let you know you guys can find all of these uh, Cat and Nat on Instagram at Cat Nat. That's it. Go to Cat and Nat. <laughs> and always let them know if you loved this episode, leave a review, share your favorite part. I'll also list everything in the show notes of where you can find out more about these guys. But I love this episode. Let's get started. It's so good to have you. I am excited to meet you because I was been watching some of your stuff and I'm like, I told my podcast team, I'm like, I want them on. So it's fun to meet you and to well, just feel, I feel your like energy. You great energy. I know you because I kind of know Lindsay Sikornik, who I think you do things with a lot. Yes. Yes. I How do you, you know guys, Lindsay Sikornik again? Her youngest and my oldest went to preschool together. And in, we always just had like a... Uh, Toronto? Yes. Oh, wow. And I was just loved her. And we just, you know, she's got, she's killing it with her dreams too. So she's, we've just always felt the same. We've always kind of had the same synergy. So I love that I get to see, I feel like I know you, which is funny. That's wild. That's wild. Okay. So you guys, I'm already going to do the intro, but I just want to say that 
this is really fun for me to like talk to someone like you that is so multifaceted. Mother is one big dimension because you have a million bosses as a mother. Yeah. <laughs> and then two, it's like you have a really popular podcast and you kind of mentioned that it just fell. You're this kind of way of being and people following you and all of this kind of fell into your life. Is that true? I mean, we started this before influencing was a thing. Like this was not, this world that we're living in did not exist. So we strive to create a community because we were two stay-at-home moms. I was a social worker and like a child and youth worker prior to having children. And I think that a lot of people, because we were stay-at-home moms and a lot of people weren't staying at home, they kept looking to us like we were like experts as being stay-at-home. Because you know, when you're home all the time, it's like you become... Like we know more. I'm like, girl, we know no more than anybody else. Just pretend. There, there was two of us, so the advice came like maybe a bit stronger because we could beat beat it out before we talked. We would talk endlessly about motherhood in the beginning. You know, you talk about the same topic over and over again, and the community. Everyone's like, I wish you could come to me. I wish you could come to me, and it just kept growing. And it just was natural. And you were like, then online came. And then online, then this whole online world came and here we are. So it really was a natural progression. It has been just our lives. I think that what was unique was we didn't set up to become influencers. And I think the shit show of our life really became authentic in a time that wasn't authentic, if that makes sense. Like it really wasn't, it really wasn't like every, all the snafus is what people came to love. Like this exactly is what people are like, that's my life. So rather than it was a time when everyone was like hushing their children in the corners and pretending they didn't have kids while they were working and, you know, trying to pretend that they didn't have a real life outside of, of what, what life was. And I think, so we never intentionally did that. I think we were just sharing what wasn't Pinterest. And that's what was the platform at the time was Pinterest was the biggest thing going. That was really the only social media platform that everyone was so gung-ho about. Really? Yeah, Yeah, no, it was huge, huge. It was like, what, 11 years ago? Yeah, totally. Wow, 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 wow. Is there any part of you, I love this because this is so real. You're at home, you have kids that are sick, which I appreciate you being on because I might've canceled. (laughs) I might've been like, I'm I'm exhausted, but I appreciate that. (laughs) And then your dog coming up on your lap and it's just life. And I think like, I already feel this like, endearment from you because I'm like oh my gosh this woman just shows up in all of it doesn't and is not trying to pretend to be something that she's not and that's really powerful that's really powerful I get exhausted for people who do and you know I exactly think you're like I'm already exhausted being myself yeah I think <laughs> I you know I think real life can bring energy if you don't have to hide it and I think so many people become experts at hiding it and when you don't have to hide it it's so much better because when you share something, and I'm sure you can relate to this, everyone's kind of like me too, you know? And I think there, for so long, we were so quiet. And I think now that we can share, I think people are like, it gives you permission to breathe, especially for women, you know, we are, we're under such scrutiny. And I just think there's so much beautifulness in the chaos, which sounds so cheesy, but if you can actually find the tiny moments, that's so much bigger than the big moments that we all strive for. Like it really right. is about the in-betweens. So I have to ask you because you're now in this spot, you're sitting here, you have this beautiful, cute dog that's like obviously trying to let you know that you're loved and that you're going to be okay today and everybody in the family is going to be okay today. When you were 13 or 14 or 15 around that age, would you have imagined, were you imagining this life you're living now? I dropped out of school at 16. Like I literally didn't finish high school. I did not finish high school. Tell me what was going on at that time. 
So actually, it's when Nat and I first met was high school, and we really didn't fit the groove of school. Like, we did not fit the institution. And, you know, fast forward, we both have, like, severe ADHD. But that wasn't something that was really talked about and just kind of, and learning disabilities. But I knew I had a learning disability. But, you know, when you try so hard and you just keep almost failing, you're kind of like, what is the point? Yeah. And I think when you're a teenager, you really can't think past like that moment. You know, like I, I love teenagers and I, I really do think the beautiful like, thing about them is they're so consumed by themselves and they're so in the moment. And I just knew I've always had a sense that I would always just figure it out. I don't strive for things. I just have a, a sense of I'll, there's no option. I'll just figure it out. Like, totally. you want to put something in my way, I'll figure it out. Like, Totally. So I think rather than seeing, I think I just, Nat and I have always had this moment where we felt, okay, we'll be okay. It's a weird thing to, to say. Wait, so did you two, I didn't know, I didn't know any of this. So you guys all know that sound like I was setting up this discussion, which I totally wasn't. Like I like to keep things really generic because I feel things in my yeah. heart. Because I'm like, what was this girl doing at 13, 14, 15? Getting high. To, was, yeah, you were like moving out of oh, like yeah. the system. You yeah, were like, we were getting, I'm out. I'm checked out. Was, like, yeah, we'd skip and we'd go get high and we'd smoke joints and we'd get high and she would sometimes go back. I was like, I'm not going back. Really, what's the point? And, you know, we were never, at, there's no such thing as a bad kid. We were never disrespectful. We were never, it just was like, always sort of beat to our own drum and felt, if I'm not going to fit in here. Why am I wasting my time? I'll just yeah. figure, I went and got a job. Like I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to go do this. I was I started to work full time. I think that, I haven't checked my kids' report cards in a while. They're like, mom, check my report card. And I'm like, you know, report cards don't matter because it doesn't tell me who you are. And it just tells me what you've done. So I'm like, congratulations. You know, one's very achievement driven, but that's on her, not on me. So I'm like, yeah. I'll support you. You've worked so hard to get where you want to be. And that's great. But I just think that I never really, would not I don't overthink. That's another thing. So I never thought about what I might be. I just thought... I'll just do what I, I do until I need to do something different and then carry on to the next thing. Do you feel that you're someone who's quite present in the moments? Sometimes just even this idea of even back in the day when you're like, yeah, we'd skip school. There's a presence to that. I'm making a choice. And then I'm going to get kind of present a little bit when you get high. You sometimes get present people. Some <laughs> people think you're checking out, but you're actually just trying to feel a different feeling than what you would, because numbing out is, I think, sometimes at school. So I'm just curious, have you always been present? Do you think you're present? I think we just try to seize the moments. I think when you overthink, that's when you lose your ability to be present. I think that's really what I think. Yeah, when I people feel like say, you're saying it in a roundabout way that you're just like, yeah. I'm in the moment and I know that everything's going to be figure out. I think so. people are like, I, if I put my foot to, phone down, I'll be in the moment. I'm going to like consciously be in the moment. And I think what the moment is constantly being who you are in the moment in the day. And sometimes that shows up as differently each day, but not stressing about who you were, who you're going to be. It's just who you are. And I think when you can live without judging yourself or questioning yourself constantly, I feel like that's what's presence is rather than trying to improve yourself constantly or trying to be Ooh, something. New. That's kind of cool. Do you see people that are kind of in a rat race of unpresence by constantly learning and growing and trying to be like the next level up or the next spiritual? Don't or the you? Next? 
I'm exhausted for them too. I just, (laughs) I love, I want to have this conversation. I think because you're obviously watching it, you're seeing it and you're like, I do. I mean, I, you know, it's sort of like a religion where people are searching. They're trying to find confidence and find who they are, but you kind of have to live who you are. You can't find it. You're living it. You got to live it. You got to like, you got to. Good phrase. You can't find what you are. You got to live it. You just got to be it, right? And that means... Such a good statement. So good. Yeah. And you got to show up to your parents who might think you're one way as you are. Like, I think we're so good at being different people. And maybe not the person you want to be. It's the person that you think they want you to be. Yeah. So, so often we live for what we think people want us to be. And, you know, I give my kids dating advice. And the one piece of advice is, you know, when I married my husband, I was young. But he never tried to change me. Like, he's never wanted me to be different or shame me for who I am. Like I was the girl on the bar and I am still the girl on the bar. You know what I mean? And he, it wasn't like I will, I just, I think that we get in this rat race of showing up as different people. And I just, that's not presence. Presence is just being being, you and living, find you, but living you. Yeah. Live it. The same with confidence. Okay. This is fascinating. You just mentioned because you're friends with your co-host, Kat and Nat. This is the Kat yeah. and Nat. They have the Kat and Nat show. Yeah. Yeah. So and this, is, this is Kat. We're best friends. <laughs> we live together. Yeah. We do yeah, everything so together. So you guys are friends for a long time. Mm-hmm. You're also still married. Not to each other. That's yeah, a possibility the, one day. I understand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you feel that these are soul connections in your life? Or do you feel that like you just work really hard to keep these people close that you love dearly? Fun fact, Nat and I's grandmothers were best friends. They were both widows and they were best friends before. Well, they used to cocktail and play bridge together. And we did not know that until... They're like the half of the Golden Girls. <laughs> literally, they were inseparable, apparently. And we didn't know that until... We fast forward to, we were like with our children and our parents are all friends, like our mom's vacation with us too. So like our moms are in the fold with all of us and my brother, like all of our families are kind of in the fold together. I think, oh gosh, soul connection also is so much pressure because I feel like people are searching again for something that, you know, I think that the people in my life are really good at evolving and changing as I evolve and change with me. So they're really good at growing with we all grow together rather than yep. this thing that holds you accountable together since you were 19 or you know I think exactly. it's I think it's a relationship that I think we're just very open we're not a throuple it sounds like we're like all in a relationship but the, the two I, close, the, I have a bunch of people that are really close in my life and I you know the common thread is they let me be who I am I let them be who they are there's no judgment there's no jealousy it's just like, do your thing, I'll do my thing, and let's have a great time. <laughs> we sound that is like so oh. special, honestly. Like, I secretly love that. I think it's rare, I think it's rare, and I think it's beautiful to have these type of relationships ones where you can be super honest, ones where you can be yourself and you let them be themselves, and you've grown over years and years and years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's rare, it's rare, and and even family like that is rare because. It requires a level of understanding and a level of just saying, yeah, I'm going to show up and in the mess and I'm going to show up in your imperfection. I'm going to show up in whatever you're you're doing right now and still love you. So I have to ask you guys, can I share something a little vulnerable with you? You probably know by now that I'm a health expert, fitness professional, that I've coached thousands of people to living a healthier life. But the truth is sometimes I don't get enough vegetables and greens in my day. Yeah, I even struggle 
with this, you guys. And I know the power of superfoods with greens and micronutrients. But here's the deal. I live a busy life just like you. And not all the time do I want to eat a big salad with wheatgrass in it and micronutrients and probiotics and all the things that actually are really great for my body. But most green juices on the market are disgusting. They literally taste like licking the bottom of a lawnmower, let alone getting my kids to drink is just not going to happen. So I set out to try to make the best green juice on the market. One that's packed with actually all the nutrients. It's not watered down. It's organic, has all your trace minerals, it has your probiotic and all your superfood greens like spirulina, wheatgrass, all your fruits and vegetables in one serving. But the biggest key here is it needed to taste amazing. And I'm so happy to tell you, we created Island Bliss. And the reason it is called Island Bliss is because it tastes like you're sipping an Island Bliss drink on a beach. I'm not even joking. This tastes like orange dreamsicle. It is so delicious, but it has all of your vegetables, all of your fruit servings, your probiotics, your superfoods, and your trace minerals in one serving. It tastes so good. Kids will drink it just with water. I throw it in just plain water and ice. I sometimes throw it in my smoothies. It is super simple, super delicious. And right now for all of you, this is a one-time order here. What you can do is you can get your Island Bliss by going to earthechofoods.com. So like I said, go to earthechofoods, E-A-R-T-H, echo, E-C-H-O, foods.com and use the code manifestable manifestable for 15% off your order at checkout. This is a huge discount. Trust me, you're going to love it. You're going to absolutely be amazed at the taste. You're going to get all of your superfoods in. Now I don't miss a beat. I take this traveling with me everywhere. It is so delicious. I actually find that it helps me not snack on sugary things because it is kind of naturally sweet. It's so good. So it actually helps me with my health goals. So I promise you, your body's going to thank me. So go ahead and go to earthechofoods.com at the checkout. Use the word manifestable, M-A-N-I-F-E-S-T-I-V-A-L, manifestable for 15% off your order at checkout. I love you guys. You know, I think it's so many people want to blame everybody else for like judgment and shame. And I think us as individuals are our harshest critics. And I think it's so easy to blame everybody else for all the problems. But when you can check how hard you are on yourself, I think you can let go of a lot of insecurities and jealousy of other, like that people might make you feel when you can just be who you are. And I think a lot of the frictions kind of come down when you're totally, because you don't see them as much when you're not walking on an insecurity high alert. You know, you just kind of bring it down. Yeah, yeah. Do you feel like you parent your kids similarly? Like you're like, I just love you for who you are. I do, but I think it's a problem. Oh, why is it a problem? Tell me why it's a problem. Oh my gosh, this is for real. So very much mirror, like, because I can't tell them who I want them to be. I really want them to know who they're going to be. And, you know, first of all, my daughter's like, I just wish she would tell me what to do. And I'm like, it's not my life, babe. What, like, what do you want? Like, I'm like, I try to help her problem solve. But I've come to realize that they're rule followers, which I was not because they've never really had to have someone who's super mad or, you know, like really strict in rules. So in school the institution, they're so like, like they're so organized and on time. And like, you know, almost like 
uptight about it. And I'm like, guys, it's like, it's okay. Like you're not always going to do a mate. Like the school's about finding out who you are. Like, what do you yeah. like? It's like kind of like yeah. an experiment. You might really like science. You might not, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, this is your fun. This is fun. And it's very intense for them. And I'm like, that big a deal, but it is a big deal to them. So and maybe I try- it's because they don't feel pressure at home. It's become their thing. They're like, no, I will give myself my own pressure. No, <laughs> I will. I really, yeah. They haven't had trouble. And I think that will be a problem of our generation is when they haven't had to deal with a lot of conflict, right? I have to teach them how to deal, resolve conflict yeah. when there's, it's not a high conflict. You know, they're adverse to conflict now. They're kind of like, oh my God, what do I do? I'm like, oh, we got to work on this. Wow. Okay. So let's talk about conflict for a minute. What do you think is one of the hardest things that you've worked through when it's come to like a life situation that's presented itself to you that you were like, yeah, that was tough. And I was present for it, but it was tough. And I'm on the other side. I said all of teenagehood. It was Nat and I, we've taken like bumps of trying to get to a place, you know, parenting's really hard. Parenting's really hard because you never know if you're at, it's sort of like sliding doors and you feel like every decision and every moment you're kind of making these decisions to the sports, to the place you put them in, the teacher they get, it, you're not sure what this is going to, what core memory they're going to hold on to that, you know? And yep. I'd say parenting as a whole and just really, that's where you have to like surrender and be like, I'm doing my very best and I hope that this is going to work out for you because I'm ultimately in control of the way you think about yourself and who you are and your values and your core. So I would say that that is still something I work through is not putting them in a place where there's too much pressure, but enough pressure for them to understand that life is fun, but it's also hard sometimes. So we have to work through the pendulum of you know, our kids are really privileged now. And I feel like they, they've done a lot of hard things with COVID and, you know, like even we've had all these forest fires where now our kids are like, is it safe to go outside? Is that what's their checking the air quality? Yeah. You know, so these things, but again, in the grand scheme of things, social media is really tricky for me on that with them. And I just think that parenting will always be my, my challenge of being like, it's okay. You're doing a good job. Reminding myself. You got this. Do you do that? Do you remind yourself? I celebrate like every day, all the time. Celebrate You're always myself. reminding myself. I like, think I'm we need to job. celebrate. We need to celebrate ourselves more. And you know, don't be afraid to ask the people in your life, "What do you think I did good? To, did well today?" Good. I, I love that. Asking someone yeah. in your life, someone preferably that you trust, saying, "Yeah, can you tell me what I did well today?" Yeah. I tell my kids to tell me. I tell my husband to tell me what he loves about me. I no, I love you, this. Well, if you want something, ask for it. You know, yep. if you need love, be like, oh, I need some love right now. And then you'll don't be mad that they're not giving it to you. You know, I think totally. just ask, just tell, like, say it. Totally. This, what I, this, I really would love this right now. Okay. It's so much easier, guys. It's That's so much easier. Brilliant. Are you planning anything? Is there anything that you're like, I am really excited for this creation that's coming? Oh my, you know, summer is always hard for us because it's like a a downtime. It's like almost like we take a step back because we can't kind of work, work as hard, if you will. Like like everyone kind of vacates on summertime. So I think you can kind of get insecure and be like, oh my God, is work dead? Are we done? You know, like you feel sometimes like the cycle is. um, Do you guys do interviews in the summer? Oh, we do everything in the summer. 
Oh, you still do work. It's just less. We do everything. It's okay. just, I think everyone kind of pauses in summer. I pause. I pause in the summer because I'm like, I don't have very many summers with my kids and that's when they're home. So I We pause. work with them, like along, like they're very much integrated into our lives. So we are still on tour. We love seeing people in real life. And that really is just a night to celebrate you, yourself. Like just have fun. Wait, tell me about this tour. Like describe this oh. tour. So we've done over 200 shows. We've done like the UK. We've done all of America. We're going back out in October. We've been doing this since like 2017, which is so crazy. And then had to take two years off for COVID. But it's like a variety comedic show where we bring women together and we kind of host you and we have a DJ. We have male dancers. We have like top mom truths. Like we talk about different conversations. You don't have to be a mom to be there because we know a lot of women come. We have teenagers who sneak in. I'm like, you can't be here right now, but they sneak in because they follow us on TikTok, which is so funny. And it's just really, we pop champagne. We have music. It's really a night to remind yourselves like, you know, a lot of the women who come have not been out in like six years. Like they have, or they haven't seen someone who they went to school with us in university in or college in 20 years. And it's their reason to kind of do something for themselves. So many women will plan Paw Patrol and birthday parties, but they'll plan nothing for themselves. And I That's feel like. so cool. So it's just like a big, it's like a big women's party. Like you come together. Men come too. Men, men come, come too. are always a good time. Yeah. Those men who come really, they show I'm sure up you call they, them out. I'm sure you're oh, putting them out we're there. Good at them. <laughs> yeah. It is a show where if people come alone and it's just sort of like the women in there, people come who have really hard things happen and they come again and again and again. And it's just a night out. It's permission to have fun, have joy, to find joy, like just to be joyful. Like let's be joyful. And then we Where, highlight okay, a woman. Where's your next show? Cause I want to mm. come. We're actually doing two in Ontario. And then in September or in October, we're like, where, where are you? Well, I'm in Colorado. I go to LA quite a bit or New York area. We're in like, all over the week. Actually, we go to um, Stanford, Connecticut in October. I want to say, like, we go all over there. Okay, Stanford, so Green Bay, like everywhere. And then you we'll go to go Green Bay. To- you got a oh good group of women in Green Bay. <laughs> I've been to Green Bay just my in, first time last year. And they Dome. are a good time. They, they sell it out. Two, we like do two shows, like two theaters. We're going to Spokane. We go, we go to like Des Moines. I, I hope I have similar demographics. This is fun. I bet you have a blast in Green Bay. Literally, I show up and I'm like, how do you even know who we are? I'm so flabbergasted. I'm like, I can't believe you're all here. They're amazing. They're great. They're so, it's really fun. Oh, that's awesome. How fun. When did, and so you guys started this in 2017 with just the idea to bring people together for a good time where you guys can share, you can have inspiration, you can connect people, all that. Well, so how it originally started was I was like, we don't get invited out anymore because we have seven children. So you're not invited to the parties and we always go together. And I was, we were big believers in like talking out loud to the universe, like, you know, like say what you want, like actually declare what you want. And so we were on a Facebook live and we were like, we need to do this in real life. Like we need to bring all these women together and do something in real life. And then we did one show and our agents were like, well, that was one show. You can try a few more. And if you can do a few more on your own, then we'll get you a tour. So we we put up like three shows to them by ourselves, like Boston, Red Bank, New Jersey. And they all sold out within like 12 hours. And like, okay, yes, an F show. So then we just did Natalie on our own. Like the first time we walked out, we forgot mics. And we're like, oh my God, we were blowing up our own balloons. There's like 1,200 people in the audience. We're like, oh, 
go back and what? get the mic. So you didn't yeah. really even have a full team helping you that much. You were just oh, like, oh, God, no. No, it was just You went in messy. Team. You guys just were like, all of you are here and we don't even oh, have yeah. a team. <laughs> oh, no, we live messy. We do, we do, we, we say yes before we know exactly. We had no business doing it. Wait, so that. do you still have an agent or? How many people run so, this operation? <laughs> so we have a lot of people on our team. Like we have a tour team now. We have a bigger team, but like in terms of everything day to day, it's Natalie and I, the content, yeah. like everything is us. And then people just make sure there's nothing falling through the cracks of pot. Like there's so many moving parts, as you know, that we are terrible. Like I, you guys are going to think we're such idiots, but for the first year, we didn't realize they paid like a lot of taxes. So we were spending money like we had it. And then the, the our accountants were like, girls, everything you spend is taxed. We're like, but wait, we didn't take it out of the company. We spent it through the company. Like, doesn't work that way. We're like, <laughs> a million, like a million dollars later, something ridiculous. We were like, Oh, so it was bad. We were going on vacation. We didn't have to, we were like, as a family, the two of our two family, we're crazy. Live and learn. Oh that was a God. lot of years ago. And we YOLO a lot over here. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, okay, we learned that one. Moving on. Going to not do that again. Okay. Mm. How much is a ticket generally? I mean, I imagine like it depends on We go like 35 to like a hundred. Depending and on where you're sitting and all that. Oh, and we don't, that's unfortunately what we don't have control over as, I don't know if you know, but that, that looks like you're drinking wine right out of the bottle. You never know. You never know. You never know. <laughs> the theater kind of buys you, like they buy you and then you show up and they do all that. So. Oh, okay. That is awesome. Okay. I'm going to put all this information, you guys, in the show yeah. notes and I might see you guys at one of these because I... You have to come. I'll tell you when we're close to you. We're, we're not, we're going to be here until we're like 150. So don't worry. It's never going to end. But for you guys listening, I'll definitely put all this and link it in the show notes so that you can like find a show near you because people, the thing about my audience is they're all over the world, mm. but there is a huge group of them in that Green Bay area, which is fascinating. And they, and when I went to Green Bay, I was like, yeah, I like these people. They're just squeaky cheese, eat good food, laugh, hang out. Really kind. And you yeah. know, the great thing about going to do live events is, is you get to actually get a reflection of the city. Like we know right yeah, away totally. in VIP exactly what the show is going to be like. It's like <laughs> you can talk to a hundred women and then all of a sudden you're like, I, we, we this is what's going to happen tonight. So it's really so, fun to meet people. I'm going to, because I know that we don't have a lot of time, but let me ask you, is this the funnest thing that you do? Or is there something else that you are looking forward to creating or doing? Are you guys going to do like a TV show? Is there anything that you're declaring to the universe? I feel like we have been on a million production. Like we've been doing TV or like do TV shows. We actually got signed by Fox in right before COVID and had a deal and then COVID happened and it ended, but that was fine because everything happens for a reason. What am I most excited about? So did you guys about? put that out in the universe? Are you open to that yeah, show? It totally yeah. open. Yes, yes. As long as it doesn't compromise our Time business. Yeah. Well, also sometimes when you do TV, it gouges your whole entire business because they own everything. So it's sort of, and we're not, we're not squeaky clean. So it's this weird world that we live in of, you know, like towing the line of being. Exactly. (laughs) Compliant. Yeah. Like, I don't know if we're compliant all the time. We're not. We're not. So we're not Pinterest. You know what I mean? I'm going to have to read my compliance sheets before every episode to remind myself. I'm sure that's you guys. So good. Well, it's so good chatting with you and hanging out with you. And 
I want you to just share one message. Say like there are millions, you're standing in front of millions of people and you have one thing you can share with them. And it's your oh, last thing you get to share. What I would mean, it be? One for moms, I think, just a reminder that, you know, your kids would never, ever choose a different mom. So stop trying to be one and stop like apologizing for who you are because you're teaching them to not be okay with who they are if you're not okay with who you are. So I really think as moms, we have such a gift to step into who we are and live it so that they, we can break the cycle of apologizing for who we are because you're little people, no matter if you are broke, oh, you know, not the way you want to look, that your hair isn't what you think it should be. They don't want anyone different. They literally just want you as you are. So remember that and finding joy with them that's what they'll remember. They're not going to remember much, but they're going to remember how you made them feel. And that's free. So that would be, I think that's anyone in your life is they're not going to really remember anything, but they'll remember when you smiled at them, when you walked in the door, when you laughed, that's what they'll remember. That's powerful. Thank you so much for that wisdom. So great chatting with you. And I really it's do hope time. to, I'll be in the audience. Like if I need to no, be- No, I think audience. you have to come on stage. I think yeah, I'm really doing stage time. too, but I definitely want to experience this magic that, of Very wild. what you guys are doing. And I just appreciate you doing that, bringing joy around the world, which is really, really cool. So Thank thanks for all for, that you do. Uh, Thank you for having us on. I've been watching you guys. You guys are powerhouses. It's such a, it's such a privilege to be here for real. Yeah, thank you. And have an amazing day. I Taking will. care of the fam. Relaxing. You too. Being with the family. Love you so much. Thank you. Thanks. You too. Okay, I really much. appreciate it. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Manifestable podcast. It was so fun to have you with us, whether you were driving in your car, in your living room, on a walk, working out it's fun to do this together. So thank you. Thank you for being on. And I also want to share that I love when you follow the podcast. It lets me know you are a family member of the Manifestful podcast that you are following, that you have subscribed to this. So all you have to do is just go wherever you're listening to this podcast and click the follow button. Usually it's in the little upper right hand section. You'll see like these little bars. You can click it and then just go to the follow button. Click that follow button and you are set to go. I love you guys so much. Thanks for being here with me today and have a fabulous day. And remember, you are worthy. Worthy.